Welcome everyone. So we're continuing from last week's class. We're studying the different textures of our personalities. Our personality is made up of the body, the mind, the intellect, and vastness, desires. The three different grades of our personalities. In um, Sanskrit, it's called sattva, rajas, and tamas. We can say grade A, grade B, grade C. Sattva is the highest, then comes rajas, and then the lowest quality is tamas. These are the three different qualities, temperaments, you can say mental states of the mind, which is called gunas in Sanskrit. Every human is made up of these three gunas. So every human is made up of three different, uh, these three gunas in different proportions. Some have higher sattva, some may have higher rajas, tamas, but everyone is made up of all three in different proportions. And because of that, there are so many different kinds of people in the world, different personalities. So it's, it's, this is covered in chapter 18 of the Bhagavad Gita. So you can read more about it in detail. So by understanding this, what happens is that we can develop our own personalities. We can understand how we are. And then we can put effort in to raise ourselves to the highest, the sattva. But in order to perform this, what do we need? So now you get this knowledge. What do you need after that? Anyone? What do we need? Knowledge? Yeah, Nila? You have to put it into action. Put it into action, yes. How do we do that? Now I've told you, Nilam, that you are 20% sattva in this area, 50% rajas in this area, and 30% tamas in this area. Then what do we do now? What's the next phase? What's the next step? It's, it's, good. it's easy to get the knowledge, but Dev? Yeah, as uh, Sital Madam told a couple of weeks ago, where whatever sattva we have, even in a small portion, if you can focus on it um, to increase it, so eventually it will increase at the same time, the resistance um, tamas will go down. Okay, yeah, very good. But even before you can focus on that, what do you do? 
Dharmesh. You've got to use our intelligence. you got to what? You've got to use your intelligence. Uh, use your intellect, not intelligence. Is it in intellect, sorry. Yeah. Any, anything else? Anybody else? So we need to be objective. We have to have objectivity. In life, we need that objectivity. We need to convert this knowledge into wisdom. Unless you do that, it will stay as knowledge. You can explain it to other people. You know what, Yotamasik? I learned. Now I know why you're like this. Yotamasik, that's why you're like that. So you have the knowledge, but you're not able to apply it to yourself. For that, you need wisdom. So we have to convert this knowledge into wisdom. And that comes from putting effort in. Put effort in to study this, whatever you learn, this knowledge, early hours of the morning, develop the intellect. And as you study, it becomes wisdom. You start living it. Because to change your personality, you need a lot of effort. Once you have the objectivity, then you need to put in effort in the right places. So it's not easy in the sense, it's not difficult either, but you need to change the way you think. You also need a higher ideal, higher goal in life. I want to be a better human being. I want to reach the state of self-realization. I want to become the best person I can be. These are higher goals. The state of self-realization is beyond the three temperaments, sattva, rajas, and tamas. Beyond that is a state called trans-sattva, which we call realization, self-realization, moksha. So once we understand this, we analyze our nature more closely and then take corrective action. Last week, we looked at the three qualities of the intellect. Steadfastness. If everyone can turn their mics off, that'll be wonderful, thank you. We looked at the three qualities of the intellect. Steadfastness. Three qualities of knowledge what kind of knowledge we had, three qualities of actions, three qualities of actor. This week we look at the three qualities of the intellect, steadfastness and happiness. One more thing, one of the older students pointed out, Bella I think pointed out to me, because we covered it in earlier classes and there's a lot of new people. Very important point she raised. Whatever sattvic nature you have, manifests during sattvic time. Deepa, what is sattvic time? 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. Thank you, Deepa. Sattvic time is 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. That's when it manifests. Whatever sattva is in you, that's the time it manifests. You're able to think clearer. You're able to study. 
things are much clearer at the time. Any problem you have, not necessarily spiritual, work problems, any issues you have, if you think about it at that time, the, the answer will come to you much more easier. Try it. And then there's a rajasic quality, manifests between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. So any rajas you have will manifest between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. Remember we said rajasic means activity, action. So work, frenzied activity, I have to do this, I have to do that, all that happens between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m., any rajas you have. And then tamasic quality, any tamas quality you have manifests between 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. Sorry, 4 a.m. 6 p.m. and 4 a.m. So, sensual indulgence, drinking, gambling, Las Vegas, everything, you go to Las Vegas, everything happens in the evening between 6 p.m. and 4 a.m. Because they know tamas is manifested in everybody. Let's make, take advantage of it. And that's why everyone indulges at that time. There you can't sleep at 10 o'clock. Two o'clock you're still on the strip. So that's what we covered last week. Is there any clarifications, any questions before we move on? Anybody? No? Okay. So today we look at what sattvic, rajasic and tamasic intellect is. Is everyone familiar with intellect? It's, you are made of the body, mind, intellect. Physical body, mind, emotions, likes and dislikes, impulses, intellect, thinks, reasons, decides, judges. The adult in you controls the mind. That's what we want it to do. So what is a sattvic intellect? What is a rajasic intellect? What is a tamasic intellect? We all have it, but what quality intellect do we have? Yeah, okay. Meghna. Intellect or buddhi? Sattvic intellect is that which clearly distinguishes between the paths of action and renunciation. Chooses that field of activity which is most suitable to one's inherent nature and rejects what is not. Having chosen the right field, it further decides what ought to be done and what ought not to be done therein and does one's obligatory duties and responsibilities in life. The sattvic intellect directs you to fulfill them and avoid involvement in activity outside this sphere. A human being alone faces the problem of choosing his course of action in life. No, crea no creature save the human has this dilemma. All others follow distinct patterns of life according to their individual nature, ordered, as it were, to live through it without a choice. 
whereas the human being, the human being has been given the freedom of choice. William Shakespeare in his play Hamlet highlights the dilemma of choice of his oft quoted words, to be or not to be, that is the question. The sadhik intellect has the clarity to choose one's course of life. Thank you. So sadhik intellect chooses activity that's more suitable for one's inherent nature. What is your nature? It chooses the right activity based on that. You're able to analyze your nature, your tendencies, and then you're able to decide in which field area you should follow. And it rejects what is not suitable. So to be able to make that choice, you need a sattvic intellect to decide that. Distinguishes between what is the path of action and renunciation. What you should do, do, what you shouldn't do. You have to decide what I should do in life and what I should avoid in life. Path of action, path of renunciation. Example, you're born in a business family, but you choose to do something else. Son of a businessman may go in the arts, sports. Son of a sportsman goes into business in his own nature is business. So his sattvic intellect decides that. See what happens is that we have our own business. Then we want our children to be in the part of that business. And they say, okay, Papa, we'll, I'll do it. But we're not, we don't know if he's capable of doing it. Is he going to be happy doing it? We have to analyze their nature and make sure they do the right action. So this is sattvic intellect. It makes you, it helps you decide the right path. And it's very important because if you choose the right path, you'll be more successful. Meghna, you've chose to be a dentist. You were a hygienist before. Now you've decided you want to take it further and become a dentist. So you've identified the path that is based on your nature. If your dad said being a, be a financial advisor, you may say, you will might find it more difficult to become a financial advisor. You may become one, but you won't enjoy it. So this is the difference. Also allows, if you have taken the wrong path, a sattvic intellect makes you realize you've taken the wrong path. It gives you the, it allows you the courage to change and find a better course of action. See, your nature may even change after time. Only a sattvic intellect can do that. You don't know when your nature can change. Initially, you have an inherent nature, but it's, it's, it sometimes gets modified. I was doing business. Now I'm talking about spirituality. Nature changed. So it can happen. Also, it gives you the conviction to reject what is not suitable. And whenever you choose what is right, you do your duty, your function, what needs to be done. So it's, a, it's like a guidance, sattvic intellect, keeps you in check. Why do we need this? Why do we need to be directed? 
Why do we have to have this direction? Why do we need this direction? Anyone? Dev. Sorry. Uh, our mind is like a child, so it will have so many different desires. Some yeah. of them are right, some of them are not. And therefore, you need uh, intellect, Good which idea. basically works as a strict parent for an adult. Yep. Okay. Anything else? Something else I'm looking for. It's covered in that paragraph. Only a, only human has a choice in action. Dev, you're right. But one step before that, only a human being has a choice in action. You get to choose in the morning, shall I wake up or not? Shall I go to work or not? No other animal has a choice. How do we make this choice? And then Dev said, either the mind or the intellect. But the, the fundamental fact is only we have a, only a human being has a choice in action. So if you look at uh, animals, they all have a collective nature. All lions eat meat. They have ferocious tendencies. All cows are mild, meek, eat grass. They can't change it. A cow cannot decide one day, okay, I think I'll start eating flesh. Or a tiger can't decide, I'm gonna start eating grass. I'm killing all these animals and I feel really guilty. I think I'll become a vegetarian. They, they, they can't decide that. Lion and tiger cannot decide that. They have a collective nature. Only a human being has a individual nature. They have the freedom of choice. Animals are pre-programmed. You bring a cat to your house, you don't mind. You wouldn't bring a, a, a tiger to your house or a, a lion to your house, would you? Because you know, you, you may go and stroke a rabbit, but if you see a snake, you're not gonna go and stroke it, are you? Because you know, they could bite. So they have a collective nature. Only a human being has individual nature. And as a human, we are, have a choice. We have to make choices every minute, every day. We have to make a choice. How do we make the right choice? See, this is the question. How do we make the right choice? And whoever's read Shakespeare or watched his plays, you'll notice that a lot of his plays are based on that. The tragedies, one choice, one wrong choice and there's devastation. Kingdom can be lost, one wrong choice. We covered some of that uh, in the previous classes, some of the plays. Can cause tragedy, one choice. King Lear made the wrong choice. Heaps of body at the end, one choice. To be or not to be. Am I to do this or am I to do that? This is what we're faced with every day, yeah? So from that paragraph, take the fact that only humans have a choice. How do we make this choice? 
Meghna. The Sattvic intellect also understands what is to be feared and what ought not to be feared. Certain facets of the world are dreadful. They are detrimental, even fatal. Our facets are beneficial, valuable. Most people in the world court what is fearful and repel what is not. They would freely indulge in the deadly senses, but dread to take the path of knowledge and renunciation. So has Alexander Pope observed, fools rush in where angels fear to, be tre fear to tread. The sattvic intellect chooses the right path. Thank you. I actually got a CD and that's, that's one of the lines in the songs, fools rush in where angels fear to tread. I never realized the meaning of it until I read it in the book. So sattvic intellect understands what is to be feared and what is not to be feared. What does that mean? Any ideas? What is to be feared? What is not to be feared? What would that mean? Inherently knows what, what um, is good for you and what isn't. Mm -hmm. Sittal said, inherently knows what's good for you and what isn't. Yes, that's right. They're able to think, understand, before they take any action, what is right and what is wrong. What should I be cautious of? And what should I be? Most people rush in to things without thinking. They fear what ought not to be feared. And don't fear what you ought to. Alex Pope, fools rush in where angels fear to tread. You rush into areas that can scare some people. Indulgent life, indulging in the senses. Indulging in materialism. If you don't control it, it's deadly. I'll, t I'll explain to you more in, a, in detail. Senses. What are the senses? So we have five senses. Animals have one strong sense. Fish, for example, has weakness for one sense, taste. Angler puts some food end of the string, fish eats the food and is caught. One sense, it can't, it can't control itself. He doesn't know there's a, he's gonna be caught if he eats that food. The deer, it's weakness for sound. They play the drums and they get hypnotized. They follow the sound of the drum and they are caught. Weakness for one sense can be detrimental to these animals. Yeah, one sense detrimental to these animals. We have all five and indulge in all five. What chance do we have? Animals, one sense finishes them. We have five senses to control. You see, this is what they're talking about. How do you indulge in this world? What control do you have? Does everyone understand that? You want to see things, hear things. Swamiji says, Swamiji says, if he wanted to curse someone, 
he would say, become a millionaire. So he gets people lining up to say, please curse me, please curse me. The saying in the ashram. One of the most difficult things to do is handle money. Everyone craves for money. But you, they interviewed lottery winners and they say they were more happy before they won. Why? Because they can't, they can't handle money. They don't know how to handle money. They don't know how to control money. Bill Gates, he says, I know you all want to be where I am, but if when you get here, I don't think you will like it. We all want to be Bill Gates, but he's saying he's got to that level. So I don't think you'll like it where I am. Imagine the tension, the stress. And also there's another reason, which we'll cover a bit later, comes under happiness, why it's wrong, why we can't deal with it. So you rush into things before you know the consequences. Sattvic intellect understands clearly what is good for you and what is not. So it's, like I said, guides you. Don't go there. Don't see, don't go to this. Don't watch this. Don't eat that. We like to eat junk food, right type of food we don't want to eat. Protein builds muscles, not brains. We want to eat food that makes you more clever, more brainy, not, not muscles. You need sattvic intellect to make the right choices in life. Any questions? Dev. Uh, in our culture, it says that the type of food you eat, it reflects your thought process and your behavior. So mm -hmm. either it's sattvic, rajasic or tamasic. Yeah. Um, how important it is uh, to do that and at what time? So I don't want to go into the sattvic food, but it's in chapter 18. It covers what is sattvic food, what is rajasic food and what is tamasic food. You'll say like sattvic food is that which is potent, spicy, livens your senses. That is sattvic food. I mean, um, tamasic food. Then it says rajasic food, what it is. And in a nutshell, sattvic food is what is good for you and maintains, maintains your body and your mind and your intellect. It just sustains you. You eat food to sustain you rather than to enjoy it. That doesn't mean you don't enjoy it. You will enjoy sattvic food. I was uh, on the, one of the Indian channels, uh, yes, only yesterday, I think I should settle. There was an um, advert for Sayonara, and their motto was Sattvic food. Next time you see it on the Indian channel, you'll see it. Their motto was Sattvic food for the body, mind, and soul. So that is, but if you want to know more detail, chapter 18, Bhagavad Gita. It explains in more detail, food wise. Good question. So everything has been uh, divided into these three qualities. Time, food, as they've said, the personality, everything. Any other questions? Okay. Megna. 
Another serious problem that a human faces is his self-inflicted bondage. He has lost the freedom of the self. Sattvic intellect draws this distinction between bondage and liberation. It exposes the human weakness in attaching oneself to one's body, mind and intellect. In being enslaved by their action and perception, emotion and thought. It provides one with clarity to recognize the glory and grace of the self within. The self alone is the seat of true liberation, free from the persecutions of the world. Thus freed from bondage, the sattvic intellect directs a seeker to spiritual enlightenment. So from the absolute sense, the sattvic intellect understands what is bondage and what is freedom. What is that? What is bondage and freedom? Anyone? What is bondage and freedom from an absolute perspective? Meghna. Is it like your attachment to the world? So bondage would be that everything in the world affects you and your freedom would be that it doesn't. Freedom would be? That it doesn't affect you. But why? Freedom, if you... Huh? Because you're not attached to the world. How would you not be attached? Because you use your intellect. You identify with the self. So, you're absolutely right. Halfway you're right. Anything that attaches to the world is bondage. But in order to detach from the world, you have to attach to the self. And that's what frees you from the world. So the sattvic intellect understands this. I must do this because I don't want to be in bondage. Only by identifying with the self allows you to do that, to liberate yourself. See, here in West, we say we have total freedom. Everyone here, if I ask you, are you free? And you'll say yes. Nikisha, are you free? You'll say, yes, of course I'm free. Yeah, I can do what I want. But we're all dependent. We depend on the weather. What a beautiful day today it is. It's cold and raining. We don't like it. We're dependent on the weather. It's raining, cold, what a terrible day. So our mood is bound by the weather. We're bound by what happens in the world. We're affected by that. COVID-19, now we're all stuck in the house. We're affected by that. Profit and loss, we're affected by. Heat and cold, we're affected by. Honor and dishonor, we're affected by. And then we call it freedom. Are we really free? understand but we, we we're used to it so therefore we don't uh, question it we're used to it yeah it's a bad day it's okay we're used to it i made a loss my partner's not talking to me but we still feel that we're free we're bound to our job Bound to our boss, 
a business. So we don't understand what is bondage and what is freedom. As Meghna said, anything we're attached to in the world is bondage. Did you know we're all in bondage? See, we don't think in that way because we're used to it. We're not saying don't go to work, don't have a partner, don't have children. We're not saying that. But without understanding, we are slave to everything, meaning we're affected by everything. So what freedom are we talking about? See, we're talking from absolute perspective. What freedom are we talking about? Bonded to our family, bonded to our children. We're just, we're just analyzing, yeah? We're not uh, criticizing. This is how we are. So the sattvic intellect helps you to understand what is freedom, what is bondage. When you understand that, you can make that choice. Now we're, we're all in, we're always in a cell, web or net. Where's the freedom? Megna, Jyoti, you have a cell phone. We're in a cell. We're on the web, net. These are all bondages. They want you to be bonded. That's why they give these names. <laughs> but we're, we're, we're not used to it, so we just carry on. We're talking mental bondage, yeah? This is mental bondage. So the sattvic intellect helps you to understand the true meaning of freedom. It is internal, not external. We have mentally bound ourselves to everything external. Sattvic intellect is objective in life. Knows the difference between bondage to the body, mind and intellect and liberation by seeking the self. So those are the two differences. When you seek the self, you become unbound from the world. You understand what everything is. You put it in perspective. Any questions on sattvic intellect? That's the, that's the largest because this is the most important. The others are small. We were just covered by two lines. Yeah, Kevin. Um, I want to ask, so you know, like in our, in our Indian or Hindu... Sorry, I can't, we can't hear you. Uh, could you go closer to the mic? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So I wanted to ask, you know, in our Hindu culture, we have a lot of um, sort of superstitions and rituals. Does this form, a, like, uh, is this another form of bondage? Yes, because you're relying on those superstition and rituals for some means to an end. You're doing certain things to gain something. Yeah? You're not doing a ritual just for the sake of doing the ritual. You're doing it so that you will gain something from it. Ganesh Puja. We're not saying it's wrong. Bless this house. Bless this, whatever I'm going to do, give me strength, Hanuman. You know, we do all this so that we can gain something from it. But ultimately, the rituals were made to 
one day someone will ask, why am I doing this? And it'll come to the philosophy. So in order to keep this philosophy alive, they created the rituals and the superstitions because people are not able to think to this level. So they are given rituals. Do this, do that. One day when they question, they look, why am I doing this? Then it comes to this knowledge. This is the foundation of that rituals. But people can't think it's better to do the rituals because it maintains the knowledge. In fact, if it wasn't for rituals, we wouldn't have this knowledge today. It, it, it kept it going. Yeah, is that, is that fair, Kill? Any other questions on sattvic intellect? Yeah, so, loud. So in relation to what I've just heard, am I right in understanding that with the sattvic intellect, it enables you to, or supports you to choose your line of strengths, the strengths yeah. that you have, pursue that with conviction, and then really it helps you to understand that whilst I'm pursuing this, I shouldn't be attached to it. Mm -hmm. um, if I put in the right effort, the outcome will be what it will be. Yeah. But in relative terms, I shouldn't be attached to it with, in relation to whether I get what I'm doing or, so you gave the example of Bill Gates. You can be rich and pursue money and become really, um, Uh, powerful, but it's about that attachment. Mm -hmm. So the so the sattvic intellect enables you to understand that better. Yeah, it enables you to understand what is right for you in life. Whatever goal you have in life, it allows you to get to that goal. But it puts in perspective: what do I need in life? What is my nature? What is my end goal? Why am I here? What is my purpose? What should I do with this, this life? I've been privileged with. So that has the clarity. I want to reach self-realization. Okay, what shall I do to do that? Let me path, make a path to that state. I want to be rich. Why do I want to be rich? So I can help the poor. Okay, the suffering intellect will help you do that. So really, the reason I'm asking is everybody could think I just want to reach self-realization yeah. and actually this world is nothing yeah. but then the world needs people in able for it to function as such mm -hmm. so you could have a sattvic intellect that enables you to achieve materialism but not be so attached to it it's no. not a matter of attachment it's a matter of setting your life in order to reach a goal that you want to reach. With a sattvic intellect, it won't be, it, it will have a higher ideal, a higher goal, rather than just name, fame, power, 
And even if you do go for those things, it will be for a, better, a good reason. It understands what life is all about. Let's talk about Rajasik and Tamasik, you'll have a better idea. Yeah, so next one is a Rajasik intellect. What is a Rajasik intellect? Meghna. Rajasik intellect gives the wrong understanding of righteousness and unrighteousness, an erroneous concept of virtue and vice. It wrongly interprets the ethical and unethical values of life, knows not the obligatory duties and responsibilities in life, and errs in the performance of action. So Rajasik intellect has a wrong understanding of life. What is right? What is wrong? He doesn't understand. His understanding of virtue and vice is distorted. This, it's not clear in his head. What should I do? What shouldn't I do? What is right for me? What isn't right for me? You know, for him, for example, drinking seven pints of beer is, yes, I'm a, I'm a good person. I can achieve these things, you know? For them, him, that is, that is a good thing. Virtue and vice is distorted. It's okay to drive without a license and insurance. It's okay. What's going to happen? Nothing's going to happen. No idea about his responsibilities in life and what he should do. It's confused. Sattvic has clarity. I know what I want to do. This is what I'm, my role. This is my nature. And I'm going to pursue it. Rajasik person doesn't understand. Confusion. See, finish. There's not much to say about Rajasik. He's a confused man. What more is there to say? Any clarifications on Rajasik? Mm -hmm. Meghna. Is it that they don't know what is wrong? And so they do it not knowing, or is it that they know what's wrong and do not do it anyway? They're confused. Okay. They don't know what is right and wrong. They're confused. They don't know. They don't have the clarity of thought. They don't have the clarity of thinking, what is life about? What is meant? What am I supposed to be doing in my life? What is my goal in life? You're thinking. You need, for that, you need the sattvic intellect to understand that. A rajasic person doesn't understand that. He doesn't have the clarity of thought. He'll do whatever he feels like. Mind-led. You can say more mind-led. You know, the function of the intellect isn't available to him in clarity. It doesn't give him the clarity. Yeah? Does that help, Magna? Any other questions on Rajasic intellect? Yeah, Kill. So, in like in the world, you see a lot of people who um, sort of believe something to be true, like uh, although it might not be the right thing, right? So they they might have done whatever research and understanding, and they understanding might be incorrect, and they pursue that. Is that Rajasic? It depends if they've done the right assessment. If they've done the right assessment of their personality, what is right for them, and then they do research, and then they pursue it, then they're using their in sattvic intellect. They're going with clarity, they've done the right assessment. 
if they have the clarity of the intellect. Okay, and if they haven't done that, so they they've they haven't done a full evaluation or a, a comprehensive evaluation, then they're just going by whim, whim and fancy, by their likes and dislikes. I want to be a doctor. He has never knows nothing about medicine. His friend wants to be a doctor, so he wants to be a doctor. You know, no thinking. Am I am I made to go? Am I my personality? My nature, am I able to? I, I, he can't stand the sight of blood, but he wants to be a doctor. It's wrong assessment. Tamasic okay. intellect. Did somebody else have a clarification? Okay, Tamasic intellect. The Masik intellect is shrouded in ignorance, which regards the unrighteous as righteous, understands vice as virtue, wrong as right, views everything perverted. It leads you on towards destruction. So this is the lowest quality of an intellect. In fact, you can say it's no intellect. Complete ignorance. He believes everything complete opposite of everything. Unrighteousness as righteousness, such as ill health as health. His version of spirituality is superstitious beliefs, black magic. That thing, he thinks that is spirituality. Everything is distorted. It's the opposite of sattvic intellect, opposite of sattvic intellect. Kill the infidels, that is righteousness. Opposite. Sattvic intellects say everyone is the same, the self in everyone is the same in all of us. Yeah. Opposite, tamasic intellect. Righteousness is opposite. Kill the infidels. They don't have any identification. See, the rajasic person is confused what is right and wrong. They pick up the wrong and think it is right. Vice is virtue. Wrong as right. But the uh, tamasic intellect, everything is perverted. Nikisha. Uh, I have a question. So the passive bad, could you say that they're tamasic? Person who is bad? Passive bad. Person who is passive bad. You can say he is uh, either rajasic or tamasic because his nature may be bad. Yeah, his vasanas may be bad. His nature is bad. Yeah, and um, his quality of intellect. See, he may be bad, but he may be rajasic. He's pursuing that badness, while tamasic is just confused. See, a person can choose, a person is bad and he uses his intellect to pursue that badness. I want to rob a bank. Yeah. I want to kidnap this person. He has to plan and everything. So for that, he needs an intellect. His nature is bad. If you're stomachic, he may plan all this in, in his head, but not do anything. Yeah. Ultimately, 
Tamasic intellect leads to destruction. That's what you need to take from there. So that if anybody has Tamasic intellect, you need to raise it quickly because it would lead to destruction. Any clarifications on intellect? Sattvic, Rajasic, and Tamasic. Yeah, Meghna. So the same question as before then, with Tamasic as well, do, do they genuinely not know what is good and bad, but act in the bad way anyway? They're confused about life. Yeah. They're completely confused. They see opposite of everything. Sorry, Rajasik is confusion. Damasik, they see everything opposite. Good as bad. COVID-19, yeah, uh, at least the world will be a few million people shorter. Good. That's how they see the world. Everything's opposite. Righteousness is unrighteousness for them. So they're not confused. They believe that to be right. Convinced. Convinced that they're right. Is that okay, Magna? Think about it. Any other questions on intellect? So the next one is uh, steadfastness. Determination. Sorry, can I just clarify then that the sattvic intellect knows 100% what is right and wrong. The rajasic intellect is confused and the thamasic intellect, there is no intellect. So it's convinced of what is wrong as being right. Yeah. Yeah. Right is wrong, wrong is right for them. So steadfastness is the next one, which is determination. How determined are you in life? When you choose to do something, how determined are you in life? Without that, it doesn't matter what goal you have. You're not going to get there unless you have that determination. So what is sattvic determination? Sattvic steadfastness. Is it uh, Meghna, you're reading? Um, sattvic steadfastness is the unswerving consistency one maintains in the pursuit of the supreme goal of self-realization. The firmness in restraining the activities of the body, mind and intellect to stay clear of worldly entanglement and channelizing all efforts to attain spiritual enlightenment. So this, how determined are you to reach that goal? Getting back to your original personality. You are not this body, mind, intellect. You are the self, the God principle, Brahman, Atman. You now know that. How determined are you to get to that stage? That is your purpose in life. Now you've understood that. How determined are you to get there? Sattvic intellect, sattvic steadfastness means 100% determination to get there. That is my sole goal in life. So, 
You deter with that determination, you're controlling the activities of your body, your mind, your intellect, your involvement in the world. Why? Because I don't want to be attached to the world. I just want to get to that goal. Focusing all your efforts just to become that spiritual alignment, enlightenment. So we're talking about the Buddha, you know, great self-realized souls. They're going to sit in a cave. That's sattvic steadfastness. I don't want nothing to do with this world. My only one goal is getting to that state. So we now understand our goal in life is spiritual enlightenment. So how determined are we? That single focus. You're no longer drawn to the worldly activities. You understand, you need to be careful how you contact the world. Desires are never ending. I have to be careful my, about my desires. You know, we said in last, previous classes, the world is like a magnet and our body, mind, intellect is like a piece of metal. So the determination and effort not to be stuck to the world. Can you imagine, you know, you're holding a metal, a metal piece of lead and a mag strong magnet. How difficult it is to separate it? So you need how much determination and strength to separate that? So that you need the same sort of determination not to be attached to the world and stay focused to reach that goal. That's sattvic steadfastness. That's where we have to aim for. Rajasic steadfastness. What is rajasic steadfastness? Rajasic steadfastness is that with which you cling on to duties and responsibilities you have imposed upon yourself. These are your creation. They, do, they need not lord over you. Not realizing this, you turn pale at the thought of duty and responsibility and get into a fever of doing. That is Rajasic. Carry on. Also, every human being is constantly driven by two motivations in life. To acquire wealth and to enjoy what he's acquired. For this purpose, he develops attachment to his work and anxiety for the, through, for the fruit thereof. The consistency with which he works in this manner is again rajasic. So rajasic's determination, steadfastness, is that one takes on self-appointed duties imposed by oneself. And then you cling on to those duties. You work in a frenzied manner is attached to his duties. Now, let me ask you a question. Who has created those duties? Hmm? Ourselves. Dharmesh, who created your duties? Myself. You did. We create our own duties. And then we are affected by them. You get attached to your duties. Duties control you rather than you in control of the duties. She love him? Sattvic person is full control of his obligations. I think duties do control us, but doesn't that come with responsibility? You, you, you perform your duties because 
you're responsible and committed to your duties as a day-to-day life. But who created That's them? It's different. Doesn't matter. Who created them, though? We, we in uh, the situation we live in. And who chose the, the situation you live in? in? Who chose the situation you live in? Okay, well, let me, let me ask you another way. I mean, we're talking from absolute perspective here, by the way, yeah? Yeah. We decided to get married. We decided to have children. Yeah. We decided to buy a house. We decided all these things. We had a choice at every point. I'm not saying it's wrong, but we're analyzing here. Yeah. We have created those things and then we're attached to it and we're controlled by that. This is what they're saying. At every stage you had a choice. I'm not saying we all made, we made the wrong choice. We're not saying that. We're just analyzing that we created all this and then we're now bound by these. It's a matter of just thinking, think, uh, expanding our thinking. And now we're controlled by those duties. We're attached to it. We're affected by them. We become a slave to them. This is what's happening to all of us, including myself. So a sattvic person is in full control of his obligations. Okay. Right now, you, can, you have a sattvic intellect, you say, okay, this is my situation right now, but this is where I want to be. How will I get there? I need to control my obligations. How can I control them? How can I reduce them? How can I detach from them so I can reach that goal? Yeah. But a rajasic is controlled by these obligations. He has no, he is, he becomes a slave to it. He has no other way of functioning. I must go here, I must go there, I have to do this, I have to do that. I'm not saying we shouldn't, that you shouldn't perform your duties. You know, Sudan Patel says, what are you going to cook for dinner? I ain't cooking dinner tonight. I have a choice. I choose not to. And we're not saying that, yeah? <laughs> but it's how we perform it. <laughs> Is that clear? Sattvic intellect, you're in control. Rajasic, they are the, your obligations are in control of you. So it says, as humans, we are all driven by two things. To acquire wealth and then to enjoy what we have possessed. Correct? Sashi, acquire wealth and then enjoy the wealth. This is the two motivations in life. You get up and go to work for that reason. How can wealth be enjoyed? You have, you won the lottery. How can you enjoy that money? By distribution. By distribution. You see, you have a sattvic intellect and you will distribute. Helping the needy. Rajasic intellect, you will not distribute. <laughs> what, how would you enjoy wealth? I give you a uh, hundred pounds right now. I said, go and enjoy it. How would you enjoy it? 
Uh, firstly, I'll go have a cup of coffee. Yeah. Uh, if I find somebody, I know that this is in me. Whenever I'm going somewhere and if I see somebody homeless yeah. or begging, my heart will pour out to them and I'll always give okay. something. Okay, you've given some to money to the homeless, you've bought a cup of coffee, what else? Uh, maybe buy me a nice outfit. Perfect, that's exactly what I want to hear. You can only spend, you can only enjoy wealth if you buy something with it, a sense object for your five senses. Yeah. Money in the bank gives you no enjoyment. Only if you spend it, something for the ears, something for the smell, something for taste, food, a nice restaurant. You go on a holiday to see something, you know, Eiffel Tower. Only when you spend that wealth on a sense object, it can be enjoyed, otherwise it is useless. Does everyone understand that? You buy a car, you with the money, you enjoy driving it. You buy a house, you enjoy living in it. You book a holiday, you enjoy going on the holiday. So it's a transaction. You have to be transacted to something that you need. So because of that, a rajasic person gets preoccupied, attached to his work because he's anxious for the fruits. He's attached to his work so he can get the wealth the money, then which he can then transact for sense objects. Is that clear? There's no other reason for you to go to work. You need food, you need shelter, we understand. You know, even the state can give you that. You don't need to go to work. The state can give you food, the state can give you shelter in this country. You don't actually need to go to work. But we go to work because we want better. I want a better house. I don't want a council flat. I want good quality food. I want to go to restaurants. So therefore you need to earn money. Not going there. So this is what a rajasic person is attached and is steadfast, determined work. So he can have the fruits. The money and he gets attached to that to enjoy the fruits there's nothing wrong but it's finding a balance in life see you think about it yeah if you don't have the clarity of thought we, we people spend their whole life working gaining wealth without this understanding so that they can enjoy the results of their wealth by the time it comes to enjoying it they no, no longer have the capacity I want to go on a world tour. He's 60 now, he's saving up for the world tour for 30 years. Now he can't walk properly, he's got a walking stick. Bad health. Circumstances change. He wants to go, but who will look after my business? I can't leave him in charge. So he stays. I'll go when I'm 70 now. We get attached to everything, to your work. Become a slave to your duties. See, save, save, save. Without this understanding that unless you transact that wealth into sense object, you cannot enjoy it, 
then you're saving, saving, saving until you, you know you have diabetes, you can't eat any food, certain foods, you can't walk properly, you can't, you know, your teeth are falling out, and then you want to enjoy the wealth. What can you what can you enjoy? It's finding a balance. Tamasic intellect. See, all these things are just to make you think. Think about yourself, your own life. All to promote you to think. Tamasic intellect. Magna. Sorry, tamasic uh, um, steadfastness. Tamasic steadfastness is the consistency with which a person foolishly keeps imagining, fearing, grieving, and despairing, and maintains an arrogant attitude in life. So, tamasic steadfastness, determination, is a person who constantly keeps imagining, fearing, grieving. He believes solely in things like astrology, feng shui, vastu sastra. If I do this, then maybe I'll get this result. There's nothing wrong in that, by the way. Yeah? They all have a certain science behind them. But they believe to the extent that they rely solely on that for their future. My astrology says I'm going to be rich next month. I'm going to have some money coming next month. Okay, let me start doing the lottery. Maybe that's what it's meaning. Someone said to me that uh, if I do my house in a particular way, Feng Shui, then, you know, I will benefit from it in this way. Nothing wrong with that. But that the whole idea is that they'll rely just on that rather than putting in any action. They don't understand the relationship of cause and effect. You reap what you sow. You get what you deserve, not what you desire. You put in the right action, you will get the right effect. You don't put in the right action and you just believe in astrology, the effect is not going to happen, no matter what your stars say. Hmm? This is tamasic steadfastness. You also have an arrogant attitude to life, meaning you can't tell them anything. They feel what they're doing is right. Tamasic steadfastness. You can't change their minds. I believe in this and that's it. Any questions on steadfastness? Any clarifications on determination? See, these are all our qualities, by the way. We're just trying to work out where are we? And now you know the difference is you can raise yourself to a higher quality. Sean, is it Sean or Rishi? Rishi. I can't say LT probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in the case of people, let's say take the, the person who's done their house in a certain way. In their minds, they're probably thinking that this is a um, a scientific action in the sense that they're doing something to help themselves. And is it only with either time or someone telling them 
that they understand? Or is, is, that, is that the case for a lot of our actions where in, in the sense that we think we're doing something sattvic and it's only you know, in hindsight or if someone tells us that we understand that it's then rajasic or domestic or something like that? Well, first of all, if you're doing something that you think is sattvic, then you don't understand the, the terms because if it's sattvic, then you'll know it's sattvic. See, right now you may be performing actions, but until you realize what is sattvic, rajasic, and tamasic, you wouldn't be able to label it. Now you have a clearer understanding of what they are. You see, they would just be doing it because they think it was right, with their own thinking that this must be right. My friend's done it, it's, it's therefore I should do it. Or they may have read about it in an article or internet or something, that if you do this, then positive things can happen in your life. And they may feel that they do it. Let me try it. But then they rely on that for their positiveness rather than changing their attitude to become positive. See, externally you can't change things for a, a better, internally you can change yourself. You can put in the right action. See, now you, listen, you know what sattvic is, yeah? You go and tell your friend who is rajasic or tamasic, he won't understand what you're saying. He'll believe what he thinks is right. Unless he comes to that conclusion himself. See, actually, you know, in, uh, by the way, that is, um, I'm not going to go any further because I can hear snoring somewhere in the background. Um, but uh, <laughs> you think, you see, actually, this knowledge is in spirituality, it's called, it's called secret. This is secret knowledge. Not secret in the way we all understand the word secret. They say this knowledge is very, very secretive, very secret. Does anyone know what that means? What do they mean by that? Being secret. This knowledge is secret. Yeah, Meghna. I was going to say, is it because no one knows it? No one knows it? Or, yeah, most people don't know. Most people don't know it, yes. You're absolutely half right. Nilam? Yeah. Is it partly because when, as you acquire it, rather than going around telling everyone, you apply it to your life and then your actions speak for themselves? I don't know. Um, partly right. Um, if you acknowledge you... No, I'm going one step before that. Why is it a secret? You're right in what you're saying, but... Um, it's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for, why do they call this knowledge a secret? Within you. Um, it's within you and you haven't discovered it effectively, so. Yeah, you're partly right as well. Is it that you can, you can tell someone? By just Sorry? Is it that you can tell someone but it goes over their head? Can't, can't hear uh... You can tell someone but it goes over their head? You can tell someone but? It goes over their head. It's over their heads. It's called a secret because you can t some people will come across this knowledge and they won't, under they won't understand what, what it's all about. It goes above their head, as uh, Rishi said. They'll have no inclinations towards it. There's a term. He who sees it, sees it. Yeah? And it's in, the, it's in the Bhagavad Gita. He who sees it, sees it. Ya pasati sa pasati. 
So even if you give this book to someone, they won't understand it because they're not able to see it. They're not able to identify with it. It's beyond their capacity. So it's a secret because only certain people can identify with it. Is it also because certain people can apply it more? Because some, mm -hmm. so you can identify it, but to apply to what you know is the difficult part. So if you can, if you begin to apply it, See, the thing is, application comes after. Application can only come after you've acquired the knowledge, and you've converted it into wisdom. But even to gain the knowledge, you bring someone to the class, they'll fall asleep, or they'll say, "You know what? Whatever he talked was really nice, the way that person talked, but I don't I ain't got a clue what he said. He's eloquent in the way he talked or she talked, but it was above my head what they were talking about." You're so passionate, you must listen to this person talking. What they're saying is so real, I can identify, it's changed my life. You can say anything. You take the person, he goes, I don't know what they're talking about, but they spoke really well. His English was really good. You understand? Yeah, those who say it, say it. The depth, this knowledge, the wisdom, where it comes from. The pedigree of this subject. You can't make everyone see it. That's why it's called a secret. Um, yeah, is that is that right? Understand, Sheila? Any other clarifications? Okay. We get that. Uh, <laughs> Any other clarifications on steadfastness, intellect, what we covered today? You can always bring up the questions after you've thought about it, read, and on Wednesday's class, we have a Q&A. Ravi. Um, when you're looking at yourself, or obviously others, but more towards yourself, you actually have elements of, well, I'm reflecting on myself, you would have elements of each level which you're not effectively you are made up of so there'd be elements of you that's tomastic within yourself um, yeah. so it's just working on first of all identifying where the negatives are working upon that to raise yourself but right. um, reading through it you, you, you well I associate certain elements for each one of them yeah so there's different percentage of each one in you you're made up of all three. You cannot be made up of only one or only two. You have to, you're, everyone is made up of all three in different percentages. So it's identifying it and raising that to the higher. This is the goal. This is the effort we need to put in. You know, you may have, you may have tamasic tendencies in one area, but sattvic tendencies in another area. So identifying and then raising it. Yeah, Ravi. That also means in certain actions. So obviously, if you enjoy doing something, you're going to use more of your sattvic elements towards it. Sorry, I didn't understand. It's when you're putting your mind to certain, certain tasks you might be doing or duties, as you said, 
you would apply different of these elements to it, would you not? Yeah. You'll have a great element for something you enjoy, and then more of a well, negative approach. Not necessarily, because what you enjoy may not be good for you. <laughs> yeah, what you enjoy may not be good for you. You enjoy staying till midnight watching TV, but knowing that you have to wake up at five o'clock to study. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, definitely got that one right. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, it's not a matter about enjoying, it's a matter about priorities, understanding priorities. Meghna, you had a question. Yeah, so on the back of that, um, if you, are you only, do you only possess sattvic steadfastness if your one goal is self-realization or do that, does that apply to other actions in, in your life as well? How determined you are to get those things? Yes, in the sense that sattvic determination is regarded as only to reach that goal. Yeah. Any other goal, if you think about it, any other determination you have for any other goal is to do with the world. Isn't it? And we ultimately we said there's only one purpose and the world is unreal. It's an illusion. So where is your steadfastness, determination to do what? You understand, Magna, from an absolute point of view. But you may be determined to, I don't know, liberate yourself from the world so you can reach that goal. So you may need, you know, that steadfastness. That's still sattvic steadfastness, actually, to reach that goal. Your one purpose in life. There can be no other steadfastness, sattvic steadfastness. Because if you divide it by the world being an illusion and unreal and only reality is that spirit within you, it puts everything into perspective, doesn't it? Any other clarifications? Okay. Kevil, did you say have something to say? Sorry, I have one. Um, so you know what you just said about- so who, Who's talking? Groove. True, yes, true. Yeah, um, so you know the six steadfastness. Yeah. Um, say you do have desires in the world or duties and responsibilities. So you set your own yeah. goals, but you don't let them enslave you and you don't get affected by them. Mm -hmm. Is that sattvic steadfastness or is that? Because it kind of, I'm a bit confused on if you don't get affected by them or you don't get enslaved by them. Yeah. Which steadfastness would that fall into? So that is still rajasic steadfastness. Because yeah. sattvic steadfastness is purely going for that goal of gaining the self. Rajasic steadfastness is still doing your duties. You may not be, you're not, may, may not be affected by that because you understand that I need to be objective. And if I let them affect me, then I'm agitated. I can't work, on, I can't do my duties properly if I'm affected. So that is being objective with your duties. True. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're still doing your duties, but you're not affected by them because you're objective. You understand, you know, world is made of pairs of opposites. Not everything's going to go my way. But I'm not going to be affected by it. But you're still determined to reach that goal that, you know, you want to be CEO of your company or you want to make million pounds 
within two years, or whatever your goal is, yeah? But you're not affected by it. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah thank you. Okay. Uh, Megna. So would that be like what Drew is explaining, having logistic steadfastness, but having like sattvic actions, so mixing the other qualities in what you're doing as well? Yeah, yeah. So these are in the different areas of your personality. So you may have logistic steadfastness, which is clinging on to duties and responsibilities, but you're not affected by them because you, you, you understand that sattvic action is that, not in the past, not in the present, on the, uh, in the present, on the, on the work that you're doing right now to get the right result, not affected by the, um, the results, you're not worried about the results, so you're putting all, so that's sattvic intellect, sattvic action, sorry, but it's still in the world, it's still to do with duties and responsibilities, so that's different. Until your goal changes to the higher, better to do that. So they all go hand in hand. You need to read, think about it, and um, you'll get more clarity. You know, even though I, I've studied this in the ashram, I've done exams on it and everything, I still have to put some, we still have to put a lot of effort to have that understanding, to be able to explain it to everyone because it is quite difficult concepts to understand. Forget, and forget applying it just to understand it and then being able to check your personality and then identify certain areas and raising it. It's, it's quite a developed stage but even if you get a small percentage of it and you apply it in one area it, it will help you. These concepts are so new to all of us. So it will take a bit more reading, understanding, maybe a bit more questioning, and then you'll, you'll absorb it better. So Wednesday's class, if anybody wants to ask any questions on these topics, uh, if, you, if you try and post it on by Tuesday, then it's better. Everyone gets a chance to think about it. And next week we'll be covering happiness. What is sattvic happiness? Rajasic happiness and tamasic happiness. That's something you really need to understand. You think you're happy. We'll, 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 we'll work out what happiness is. Then you'll understand what is happiness and what isn't. Could be working towards the wrong way. Okay. Thank you everyone for joining us today.